Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. The damage from the collapse of FTX is not over. Crypto investors need to be aware of upcoming risks. Over the weekend, three key risks materialized after the collapse of FTX, one of which includes the very likely possibility of the collapse of a crypto. If you're wondering what these three things are and how you can prepare for them, we've got you covered. In today's call, we'll discuss those three things, and in particular, we will be referring to that crypto which is now in serious pressure. If you have any exposure at all to the cryptocurrency markets, I urge you to listen to the end of this call. Before we dive into fundamental analysis, let's start with price action. Let's get a sense for how the crypto markets are doing right now and how your portfolio might be doing. BTC currently trading around about the 17K level. Nothing too new here actually, down about 1% on the 24 hour and down about 2% on the seven day. Overall, no monumental changes. And in fact, if you look at the BTC chart over the last few weeks, this is where we've been trading for a while. It's as though BTC prices took a big hit after the FTX crash, and now they've been holding their ground, but they've been missing any real positive momentum to get back above to higher levels, maybe even towards that 20k psychological level. Ethereum's in a similar boat, trading around about the 1.2k level, down 2% on the 24 hour, down about 4% on the seven day. So overall, Ethereum as well is pretty flat, lacking any strong conviction. Negative market conditions don't bode well for altcoins, which is why we don't see any really significant pumps on the 24 hour in the altcoin markets. Remember, we consider the top altcoins by one market cap, the top 100. We don't look at very small, very risky cryptos, which might even pump in these market conditions, but that kind of volatility or pump can't really be trusted and it might reverse in just a few hours. What is more typical of weak BTC and Ethereum conditions is to see altcoins struggling. Dogecoin down about 10% on the 24 hour, Flow also about 10%, Chili's, Osmosis. Overall, altcoins struggle in these markets. They tend to follow their market leaders. So why are our market leaders struggling? Let's look at those three bits of FTX contagion effects that we should be worried about. Remember, contagion effect refers to the collapse of one big company leading to others to collapse. In this scenario, FTX. FTX was a crypto mammoth. There is no lie that it was a huge company in the cryptocurrency markets. And the very real risk or fear right now is that the collapse of FTX is going to lead to the collapse of other companies, companies that had exposure to FTX. What does exposure entail? It could be some debt that FTX had outstanding to them. So let's look at some of the consequences of the FTX collapse. Here's the first one of the three we need to discuss. With all the FTX drama, some have vowed not to keep money on a centralized exchange. Others have looked to exchanges such as Binance as the gold standard since they are collateralized. So, what happens when the gold standard exchange kicks someone out? Let's take a closer look at Binance suspending a user for being quote-unquote unreasonable. A Twitter crypto personality who goes by CoinMamba raised complaints over lost funds on December the 8th. He claimed that a leaked API key 
tied to crypto trading firm three commas was used to quote unquote make trades on low cap coins to push up the price to make a profit in a series of tweets he claimed binance did not offer the appropriate support he tagged binance and cz to try and get the situation figured out the tweet reads hey guys unfortunately two days ago my binance account got exploited through an api which i've created two years ago and haven't used since which i assumed i deleted but apparently didn't it was used to make trades on low cap coins to push the price up to make profit the tweet goes on the api was only submitted to three commas and nowhere else which i haven't used since creating an account there if you have similarly submitted your API there, you should immediately delete them from your Binance account. I've talked to Binance support and so far they are refusing to do anything to help me with the whole situation, saying that it is my fault. Not sure how the API was leaked and whose fault this is. Hopefully they can investigate the situation further and help me recover the funds. Tagging CZ Binance, Binance and three commas. CZ responded in essence that Binance could not compensate him because there was almost no way for them to be sure users didn't steal their own API keys. CZ's comment reads, Mamba, there is almost no way for us to be sure users didn't steal their own API keys. The trades were done using API keys you created. Otherwise, we will just be paying for users to lose their API keys. Hope you understand. Now here's the part that's really interesting. CZ then went further. In a tweet that was later deleted, CZ said that he would consider putting the user's account, CoinMamba, in offboarding, withdrawal only mode, further saying we don't want to service people who are unreasonable. Others also raised the issue of the alleged API hacker and requested Binance to halt withdrawals pending an investigation. CoinMamba was a client for over five years and his trading account has reportedly been closed. So how does FTX tie into all this? Well, it has created an environment right now where everyone is incredibly nervous with centralized exchanges. Other people have tweeted in the light of this event, Binance too poor to compensate three comma victims. Smells like insolvency is not that far away after all. One of the big consequences, negative of course, of the collapse of FTX is now everyone is highly suspicious of centralized exchanges. All it will take is a small, medium or large sized BIP in the market for people to question the solvency of the exchange. This kind of environment does not create high risk appetite. It's going to create nervousness for investors. So that is negative impact number one, which we've seen over the weekend from the collapse of FTX. Loss of trust intensified in centralized exchanges. Let's move on to impact number two. Remember, one of the three impacts is going to discuss the threat of collapse of a crypto. The blockchain-based lending protocol, Maple Finance, started in May 2021 with a bold concept. Build a decentralized credit marketplace for cryptocurrencies where lenders and borrowers can come together. Unlike many other decentralized finance lending platforms that have cropped up in recent years in the digital asset industry, Maple's model would not require extra cryptocurrencies to be deposited as collateral that could be seized or quickly liquidated in the event of a default. Instead, underwriters of various lending pools would make the decision on whether to grant loans, essentially evaluating the borrower's ability to pay based on their creditworthiness alone. But this year's trauma in crypto markets has provided a brutal stress that now has Maple facing the biggest crisis of its 18-month history. In just the past two weeks, 
some $36 million of loans have defaulted with another $18 million distressed. The sour debt represents 66% of the total outstanding in Maple's four active lending pools, with some of the biggest borrowers acknowledging they were devastated by the spectacular collapse of Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX crypto exchange. Maple's native token now, MPL, has tumbled 50% over the period to an all-time low. Now, analysts and participants in the Maple project are grappling with what went wrong and how the rules and procedures might be tweaked to make the platform more sustainable. Since Maple merely serves as the operator of the project and not as a lender to the various pools, it's not facing its own credit crisis. But with depositors to Maple's lending pools scarred by the recent losses, a key question is whether participants will stick around. A major focus of analysts is on what appears to be the Achilles heel of the business model of unclassified crypto lending. Poor protocol design choices combined with dubious human-made decisions left depositors unprotected and facing up to 80% losses. So, number two, the collapse of FTX has impacted individual borrowers, lenders, individuals who interact with DeFi systems and protocols. That pressure has led to the collapse of applications in DeFi that they may have been involved in. And so not only do we see lack of trust in FTX's competitors now, other centralized exchanges, we also see a lack of credit liability worthiness in individuals who had large exposure to FTX. Now we move on to number three, that third contagion effect, spillover effect, negative impact to the cryptocurrency markets that we as investors should factor for as we interact with the markets further. This next factor is definitely the worst one. Uh, It's really damaging to the cryptocurrency markets, uh, especially if some of our fears around this prove to be true. Let's discuss it. If you are tired of hearing about Sam Bankman-Fried and his not-so-great deeds, you are not alone. Unfortunately, the story just won't go away. Over the weekend, news broke that through Alameda research, Sam Bankman-Fried has been secretly funding the block by loaning millions of dollars to the CEO, Michael McCarthy, over the last year. McCarthy has since stepped down from CEO and his role as the sole member of the board. Chief Revenue Officer Bobby Moron will take over as CEO and will appoint two other members to serve with him on the board. Let's cover the details of the story and then I'll give you my thoughts on why this one is so devastating to the crypto project or the crypto that is the block. Last Monday, December the 5th, the block's news director, Frank Shapiro, interviewed SBF for the company's podcast. The following day, the VP of research retweeted a list of companies in which FTX, Alameda Research, had invested without knowing that two of the listed investments were LLCs, limited liability companies, owned by McCarthy. Turns out that McCarthy was given three loans by SPF. $12 million in April 2021, to fund a buyout of the block, making the block an employee-owned company. Number two, $15 million in January 2022, which McCarthy claims was for daily expenses for the block. And number three, and most shockingly, $16 million 
in the spring of 2022, used by McCarthy to purchase an apartment in the Bahamas. And what's truly hurtful is that we don't know now where Sam Batman Fried actually got this money from. It might be that me, you, or whoever uses FTX, their money that they provided in trust and confidence to FTX was used to fund someone's house in the Bahamas. Moran has stated that McCarthy told him about the loans over Thanksgiving, but that most of the staff were not aware of the transactions until Friday, December the 9th, when the CEO stepped down. This is actually a similar theme to what we saw in FTX, where the decisions being made by management and the board were not known to employees. And in the defense of the block, and because we at Market Meditations believe in fair coverage, providing opposing opinions on a particular story, several employees have also stated that they never felt pressured to report FTX and SBF in a positive or negative light, and that McCarthy did not try to influence their stories either way. So why is this so impactful, so devastating? Why might it lead to the collapse of the crypto project that is the block? The block is one of the most reputable news sources in cryptocurrency. Many people probably use them for years to help inform their decision-making processes or their information gathering or opinion generation in the cryptocurrency markets. The fact that they were funded by such a large exchange uh, in this sort of covert and strange way does cast a lot of doubt on whether the coverage they were providing was really unbiased, a fair reflection, a balanced opinion. FTX was not a very obvious or official sponsor of the block and this information wasn't made available to the public. People weren't reading the block knowing about these arrangements, knowing about the funding of apartments in the Bahamas. They were not allowed to include this information in their biases when reading the block. This adds to the lack of trust now in the crypto markets amongst investors and traders in cryptocurrency. This may well lead to the collapse of the reputation of the block if proven to be true if the credibility of the company comes into clear and significant question. So we saw at the beginning that crypto prices have been stalling, that they've been at this sort of standstill with a lack of conviction in either direction, either to the benefit of the bears or the bulls. We've seen these three negative factors that have come out of FTX and how one of them might lead to the collapse of a crypto, which is the block. What might it take to send the crypto markets back into the green again? I have one idea. The next Federal Reserve meeting is in just two days. The current highest probability scenario is a 50 basis point hike. Note that in the past few meetings, it's been a much more aggressive 75 basis point hike. If a 50 basis point hike does materialize, there is a scenario where People in risk on markets like stocks, like crypto, take this as a reason to be positive, a reason to be bullish, and a reason to buy more risky assets like crypto, like stocks, leading potentially to price appreciation. This could be our saving grace, remains to be unseen. You never know what's going to happen at these meetings, you never know how people are going to react, but it is a possibility that we should consider. Despite all these challenging scenarios in the crypto markets right now, we here at Market Meditations are not going anywhere. We plan to stay right here providing you with news updates you can trust, realistic scenarios that you can think about, and strategies you can take in these crypto markets 
towards financial freedom and risk you should be aware of to protect yourself. Thank you for listening. Sayonara.